Section 66 of the Anzac Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C. The Book of Anzac Chronicles. The Book of Job's by W.R. Wishart. And it came to pass that on the seventh day of the week of the fourth month of the year, being the twenty-fifth Sunday after the Melbourne Cup, there journeyed forth from the land of the Greeks, yelped Limos, a mighty host. 2. And Birdie commanded them, saying, Take from the Turks the land of Gallipoli, that we may occupy it possess yourself also the command of the narrows that all who are freed may enter three therefore the colonels majors and captains took heed and after much lengthy powwowing issued to their men this edict hear ye men of australia and new zealand what the boss hath commanded Ye shall girdle yourselves about with ammunition, and after landing, as seems meetest, make assault upon the hills and valleys of Gallipoli, which the sons of Abdul do hold to our detriment. 4. To the ninth, and the tenth, and the eleventh, and the twelfth battalions of foot soldiers, this follower of Medon addresses himself thus, Prepare ye the track that the first, second, and other brigades, even your comrades, may make peaceful footing, and each man take with him a first field dressing and two days' rations, for we know not what difficulties we might encounter. 5 and to the army medical corps likewise he addressed himself commanding them to attend to the weak the injured and the weary and lo his words were not in vain for the land was treacherous and harbored many pitfalls six and it came further to pass that the enemy proved themselves hard doers yea verily they were a stubborn folk for they had builded unto themselves dugouts and trenches on the land of their forefathers, and were aware of the coming of the invader. 7. But Birdie's host were of the hills and dales, men of much cunning and resourcefulness. 8. Therefore, without the flourish of trumpets, they sallied forth to the right and to the left, and the center nine and they did that which was right in the sight of the boss for they used their blocks and held the ground which seemed impossible to those not possessed of faith in his judgment ten and on the day of the twenty-sixth and of the twenty-seventh and on succeeding days they did also build trenches and burrow holes into the earth like unto the rabbit that they might abide safely for it was further commanded 
that this should be done. 11. Now it came to the ears of the chief, and it was a true saying, that the valley of shrapnel was even as Gehanna, fraught with many dangers to the unwary. Therefore it was commanded that the pioneers should prepare a track crooked, making it thereby difficult, yea, insurmountable. 12. And when this and sundry tasks were completed, the first, the second, the third, and the other brigades of human pack-horses, so that the good work might be continued, were reinforced by a multitude of those who are known as the Lost Horse Regiments. 13. And lo! The host of birdwood flourished amazingly, even to the extent of rum and porridge. 14. By this time, being the twelfth month of the same year, it waxed plurry cold, even unto a fall of snow, and the erstwhile land of Jacko did breed much flu and panoo, and it did seem as though the plagues of the ancient Jepos had descended upon them. 15. But the iodine infantry were magnanimous with their potions. Thus in our generation the sick were cured of their suffering, and the balm of Gilead descended upon them. 16. At the time of the eleventh month of the same year, as this is written, a chief of the rulers journeyed from afar to take counsel with his chiefs, and by his guiding smooth out and make plain the difficulties which had beset their paths. 17. This accomplished, it was given unto Bertie that he should command all, excepting only the good ship Argon, which contains such a heterogeneous mass as that good ship of Noah's did contain. 18. Now the rest of the acts of Kitchener, and all that he did and said, have they not been written in the Peninsula Press and other vaporous rags, erstwhile our filthy contemporaries? 19. Heed ye all of this, ye who dwell in the Antipodes, for the time is nigh when the clouds of war shall lift, and we may abide in halicon peace. For this is the Dinkum book of Job's, as will be written in the book of Revelations. W. R. Wishart, Number 1, Australian Station Hospital, Anzac. End of Section 66 Recording by Linda Marie Nielsen, Vancouver, B.C.